Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is an hour-long flow class. Thanks so much for joining us. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Let's start with Supta Baddha Konasana, blocks underneath your legs if you have that available. Uh, and if not, Supta Baddha Konasana by itself is good. If you do have the blocks, slide them in close so that what you're taking is basically restorative. That we're gonna make the distinction here. So this is to contrast our work later, which will be more uh, kind of what would be like the moderate kind of, uh, kind of activity level of a pigeon. So right now, there's this sensation of your legs being held by the blocks. They're not dropping heavy into gravity. Blocks are supporting them, and it is uh, intentional that we're creating an open feeling in the body without necessarily that stretch response. So if you're getting a high degree of stress, well, if you're getting a high degree of stress, stop, have a cocktail. If you're getting a high degree of stretch in this particular pose that you're in right now, start to walk your blocks in toward your hips until you feel the legs in the shape of Baddha but without that high degree of stretch. And the reason for this, twofold, one, like let's just start with opening and, and relaxation, two, so that you can then distinguish when you are feeling that stretch, when you are feeling kind of, uh, active stretch, when you're participating in uh, what's going on in a different way. So just be a few moments here. Catch a thread of your breath and follow it from the beginning of one inhale all the way to the space at the top, and then the length of the exhale to the space at the bottom. So in a way that we know we're fully engaged in this breathing process is that we can take that full trip. For most of us, it's Fairly easy to take an inhale when the teacher says inhale. Fairly easy to take an exhale when the teacher says exhale. And that's good. That's that's excellent cultivation of skill. And then there's the entirety of the breath. Unhurried. Most optimal for you. And you know you're getting that when you feel that space between. So it's not the breath, but it's the space between. Apologies to the Dave Nazis band. Two more rounds of breath here, fully supported and breathing.
slowly bringing these together. Slide the blocks out of the way. Constructive rest pose. Pause for a moment. Having moved the blocks out of the way, back into Subtabhadda Konasana. And this time, soles of your feet press lightly together. Feel the legs engage, the abdominals muscles engage. Again, catch the thread of your breath. And know the difference in sensation from being fully supported and open to now a degree of deepening flexibility. As you press your feet into one another, draw your abdominals in, what happens to the stretch response you're getting in your body. Your ability to feel and to contrast these differences is mindfulness. what separates a, a yoga practice from stretching. Stretching is excellent. As you breathe in, you breathe out, you feel what's going on, you feel your participation in what's going on, you know you're here. And then bring your knees together again. Pause, walk the feet a little apart, constructive rest. contrast, bring the blocks back, but put them out at the end of your range of motion. So put them out like just as, as far out under the knees, and far out under the knees as you can get them. And down on the lowest side you can get them too. And as you do that, right, let the legs be supported by the blocks again, but in this different relationship with gravity. So instead of the legs uh, being kind of held up a little bit at their, just, just genuinely making the shape. Now you're passively letting go into the blocks at the furthest range of motion that you have and feel what goes on there. We're not going to stay here long. Uh, this is uh, something that yin yoga focuses on. Uh, this is also not where we're going to take our, uh, our feel-good poses, right? The, the, the kind of letting ourselves fall into gravity is different than uh, being in an active but we're relaxed stretch. So once again, press your feet together, draw your abdominals in. You'll probably notice that the legs either get lighter on the blocks or leave the blocks. That's great. If you notice that, good job on, on feeling what you feel and staying with it. You're gonna bring your knees in slowly Pause. Bring your right foot over the left leg. We know this one reclined pigeon. You're going to use the left leg to bring the right leg in. This is a good substitute for pigeon anytime. Uh, unwind that, bring the feet back to the floor, and then left foot over right thigh. Bring the legs in with right leg, then unwind. You can go back to the floor this time or go to a 90 degree angle with the knees like belly twisting pose.
Right foot over the left thigh. Exhale, bring the legs toward you. Inhale, you can go back to the floor or knees to the right angle. Left foot over the right thigh. When you exhale, bring the legs toward you. Breathe all the way out. And unwind. And right over left. You can continue with 90 degree angle or reach the legs out like it was low boat. Then left over right, bring them in. So one more round through each side. Find the top of your inhale. Breath changes to the exhale. You bring the legs in all the way out with the breath. Then unwind. We'll bring knees into chest, so rock side to side. actively moving through reclined pigeon. I'm going to warm things up and also if the pigeons is not for you, I'm going to vary your experience in the reclined pigeons. We take some variations of uh, the prone pigeon. Okay, then cross your right foot over the left thigh and allow the legs to rock side to side in reclined pigeon. So you've got a combination of belly twisting pose and Recline pigeon, you can get that rocking across your sacrum, a little massage for the back of the hips. And then pause about halfway over to the right. So, yeah, you look at a 45 degree angle. You're looking at the left thigh bone. And breath in, and breath out. Back to center, and you're gonna let the legs go all the way now over to the left, so that the right foot comes to the floor. If it grounds, you know, plant the foot, catch hold of your shin, and press right thigh forward. We'll breathe here. So again. These two, the 45 degree angle to uh, the cross leg side or the full drop to the support leg side, good options when we get into variations of a pigeon that uh, on the front go side to side, which we will do. Now, untangle this, come on back to center, hug your knees in, pause. Uh, maybe there's a strong urge to rock side to side this season, just pause and feel the two legs. Feeling what you feel when you're still. And left foot over the right thigh. And we'll start with a little rock. Little side to side. You like belly twisting pose. Massage for the sacrum and, and a slightly different muscular arrangement as you get that massage. So go with the same attention that you gave the first side. Always do that, but that's one reason why. And bring the legs off to the left at a 45 degree angle. So when you look at your right thigh, that's about where it is. If you didn't bring your protractors, totally cool as always. Use your right leg to hug the left shin toward you. Press the left thigh away from you. The 
a good degree of things going on here. Okay, breathe in and breathe out and we'll locate the sensation. Bring this over to the right and all the way. Let your left foot come to the floor and catch the shin. Press the thigh forward. That's not a, a demand of this pose. You don't have to. You can certainly leave the arms out of it. That's one way. Untangle this, come back to center, hug your knees to your nose, nose to your knees, curl tightly in, and pause, breathe. When you exhale, you're going to rock your way up to seated and around to down dog, pausing there, or child's pose. Take a moment, again, sensations that are echoing from the initial movements, what are they, where are they? It's like you're watching that movie but not uh, critiquing it or uh, analyzing it. Witnessing that we do in yoga is for that purpose only, standing in that role. Look forward to your hands. We're going to walk forward into Ragdoll. The feet mat distance apart. Press your feet down and out. Breath in. Open your mouth and let it out. Release hands to mat and walk feet together. Press down into your feet and on your inhale, reach up mountain pose. Press your feet into the floor, spread out through your fingers. Everything in between reaches long. And we'll exhale, fold forward, send your hips back. Let your head go at the very end of the exhale. Breathe in, lift halfway. We're going to walk the feet to hip distance apart. Step your right foot back as you exhale. Wait for your inhale. Let it bring up your chest and then your arms. As you exhale, hands to heart center, then to the mat, that pathway. You step back to down dog or low push. To upward facing dog. We'll meet up in down dog. Inhale. Your right leg up and back behind you. You exhale, bring your right knee toward your right elbow. And take a big step into a lunge. When you inhale, press your feet down, take your arms out to the sides and up. When you exhale, bring your arms down at your sides, then reach them forward on fingertips. Step your back foot up. Feet together, breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out, fold. Your feet down, inhale, reach up, mountain pose, all the way to the top of that inhale. And exhale, fold forward. And breathe in, lift halfway and walk your feet. 
to hip distance. Left foot steps back. When you inhale, stack your chest, take your arms up. Exhale, hands come through the center line to the floor. You step back down dog or chaturanga. Up dog. Inhale your left leg up and back behind. Exhale, fold the knee, bring it towards your elbow, hover there. End of the exhale, step the foot. Breathe and take the arms out to the sides and up. Breathe out, they trace down that path. Fingertips to the front of the mat. Good. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Press your feet down. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, lift your heart. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, down dog or chaturanga. Upward facing dog and downward facing dog. Set your gaze between your feet, let it soften, drishti yama. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Top of your mat, breathe in, lift halfway. Same thing here, set your gaze, let it be soft. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, reach up. Lift the back of your head up and back. Set your gaze out at eye level. Soft. Exhale, fold. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands. Step back. Down dog or chaturanga. Breath in. Set your gaze just at eye level. Lift your heart. Down dog, breathe out. Empty your breath, set the gaze, soften it. Then look forward, walk, or lightly hop. Top of the mat, breathe in. Breathe out, fold forward, and at the end of your exhale, sit your hips back. Ukatasana, we're reach straight ahead, shoulder height tonight, just for fun. Exhale, bow forward. It's also possible that that keeps the core body a little more engaged for most of us. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. <laughs> Down dog or chaturanga. Upward facing dog, breathe all the way in. Back of your head lifts up. Downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Step your right foot forward. Back to a flat warrior one. Reach up. When you exhale, pull your arms down like a cactus. And then inhale, squeeze your shoulder blades together on your back. Lift your heart. Exhale, we're going to hug the elbows toward one another in front. Sit low in your front leg. Reach 
Breath in, back of your neck long. And hands to your mat, you step back. Breathe out. Breathe in. Good. And breathe all the way out. Left foot forward. Back foot flat diagonal. Breathe in, reach up. We exhale, arms down to cactus. Inhale, shoulder blades squeeze together on the mat. Exhale, bring elbows toward one another in front, abdominals in, sit low. Breathe in, reach up from your feet, elongate through your fingertips. Exhale, hands to your mat, down dog or chaturanga. Breathe all the way out, end of the exhale, find it. Breathe in, oh yes. No sneaking away from Chaturanga, even on Feel Good Night. Down dog, breathe all the way out. <laughs> like so. Breathe in. So, just uh, if, you, if you're into having, like, advancing the practice, one thing you could do, one only thing you could do, breathe fully. And that means in Chaturanga, too. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Ukatasana, arms at shoulder height, reach straight forward. When you exhale, bring your right arm back like you're going to pull a bow and arrow. When you inhale, take that forward, both arms parallel. Then left arm back like you're pulling a bow and arrow. Good. And then inhale, reach forward. When I add to that, as the right arm pulls, you just step your right foot back into warrior two. When you inhale, you're going to step back up, reach straight forward. Good. Then bow pull to warrior two with the left. Mm -hmm. And step back up with your inhale, ukatasana. Exhale, right arm, right foot, warrior two. Inhale, ukatasana. Exhale, left arm, left leg, warrior two. Inhale, something to pay attention to, your toes. No gripping, but ground the four corners of each foot. Keep this going with your breath, uh, in case that wasn't uh, relatable there. Back to Ukatasana with an inhale. One more set, moving through, warrior two. Inhaling back. Press the standing foot down without gripping the toes. <laughs> Inhaling back to Ukatasana. We're exhaling to bow forward. And breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands. Step back. Chaturanga. The one time we're <laughs> grateful as a Chaturanga. Another, another step back word you. Breathe in. Upward facing dog, gaze level, back of your head lifts. Breathe out, <laughs> down dog. Nice. On an inhale, take your right leg up for three-legged dog. Bend the upper knee. Drop your left heel down. Feel the inner edge of the left leg descending down through the inner ankle bone. Flex the right foot. Press the heel bone toward your side wall. 
And you breath in. And then you breathe out, square up, take a big step, low lunge. Good, press into your feet. Feel the, the front foot grounding, all three points. The left hand's gonna stay on the floor or catch a block, place it on the block. Right elbow, lead again into that bow pulling and twist. Press into both feet here, tighten the back leg. Gravity is going to love the back knee <laughs> at this point. Good. And the arm overhead, we're going to bend it like cactus. Squeeze your shoulder blade toward your spine. So you get a little more room to, to move with the elbow bent. More back work here. Dig your front foot in. Right shoulder blade to the back. Back leg tight. When you breathe in, you're going to draw your heart forward and the back of your head back. And when you breathe out, look to your mat. <laughs> Plant your hands, step back down dog, or chaturanga. Breathe in. Good. Breathe out, we'll meet up, downward facing dog. Pause and feel the two sides of your body with a breath in to the top, and a breath all the way out. Next inhale, take your left leg up. When you exhale, bend the upper knee and drop the right heel. Feel the inner edge of the leg descend. The outer edge of the standing leg lift. Flex your upper foot. Press the heel over to the sidewall. Press your hands down and forward. Breath in, knee up. Breath out. Knee toward your left elbow, rock forward, bring your body into a plank, then stepping into the low lunge. That's essentially what that that always is, but nice to do it slow and break it down. Bring your right hand to the center of your mat or to a block. Tighten back leg. Press into your front foot in that bow, pulling with the left elbow. Reaching up. So you're pressing your standing hand down. Then cactus the upper arm and squeeze that shoulder blade toward the spine. Pair that with the, the anchoring of your front foot to the floor. So you press the front foot down, squeeze the left shoulder blade into center. What may happen there is that then the back leg tries to get involved and, and sink down. Squeeze your back leg and keep the tent up. Breath in. Draw your heart forward. Draw the back of your head back. Breath out, look to the mat, step back, down dog, or chaturanga. Up dog, good. And downward facing dog. And breath in. And breath out, press into your hands, get empty. Inhale, take your right leg up and back behind. Squeeze it tightly. As you exhale, bring your right knee in toward the center of your chest. Look forward and step on the center line of your mat. Bring the back foot flat and come up and around to warrior two. And hands to hips, we're gonna walk the warrior two longer. Right hand to the outside of the right thigh. Press the right leg out into the hand. So press the, the foot into the floor up front and press your leg out into your hand. 
going to do the opposite, put the hand on the inside and press the leg in, just for contrast. Do again, uh, right hand to the outside of the right thigh, press the thigh out, keep that action. Like It may not have gotten in very much motion, but it's the action of, uh, just imagine that you're pressing the leg into the hand, you're going to keep. Then right arm inside the leg, you're going to then assist that action with the right arm. So you're already using the thigh muscle to press the thigh out. Now you're also using the arm muscle. Draw your heart forward, bring the back of your head back. On an inhale, you're going to reach your left arm toward your front wall. Breathe all the way in. Then look to your mat, plant your hands with an exhale, down dog or chaturanga, but a complete exhale and pause in the chaturanga. Get that last bit out. Breathe in. And down dog, breathe all the way out. And on an inhale, your left leg up and back behind you. Tighten it so that it's not such a swing but a lift. And bend the knee, look forward, and you step on the center line. Back foot turns flat, up and around for warrior two. And then walk the warrior two long. Right, long is totally subjective, it's totally up to you. Uh, front toe straight ahead, knee over the ankle. Bring left hand outside the left thigh. Press the thigh into the hand. Right. Then uh, do the opposite hand inside the leg. It's, it's a lot easier to let the leg fall into the hand usually. Uh, reset it so that the left hand is outside the thigh. You're pressing the thigh into the hand. Get that action. Keep it. Then in le left arm inside the left leg. You know, assist yourself, but you're going to keep doing the work from the leg. Right. So now it's both and. Press your back foot down. Tighten the back leg. There's a lot going on here. When you inhale, draw your heart forward. Reach your right arm toward your front wall. And look to your mat. Plant your hand. Step back. Down dog or chaturanga. Upward facing dog. Downward facing dog. And breath in. And breath out. Come down to hands and knees. And press, uh, press your hands down, press your feet down. All fours. If you could lengthen this out, if you could take your hands slightly forward, elongate your front body so that your shoulders travel with your hands, just to see if that's possible. Uh, sometimes we start a little short. And uh, give your front body all its space. And the hands could be a little in front of the shoulders, but they're not much other. Y the point of that walking forward is more drawing your heart forward, doing the elongation from navel to sternum. Press your hands down, press your feet down. Imagine a like a surfboard on your back that's got your sacrum, back of your rib cage, back of your head. It's, it's lining up with all those. The back of the head is uh, the thing that's going to fall away most often. Press the back of your head up. Keep your gaze soft at the floor. We're going to take the right arm forward and the left leg back, bird dog. Continue to uh, focus in on the back of the head, lifting 
add the reach of the back foot back, like those toes are going to touch your back wall. Front hand forward, those fingertips going to your front wall. Tractioning out there. Navel centers moving up towards your spine. Heart's moving forward from the front wall. Front body's long. Breath in. And breathe out. Hand and knee back to the mat. Cat pose. Press your hands down. Round the spine up. When you inhale, you're going to shift that cat pose back. Almost like it was going to get to child's pose, but it's not. It's just going to do a cat pose stretch. But it's a cat. It's finicky. Come on back to hands and knee. Press hands down. Press feet down. And navel center up. Heart center forward. That idea of balancing from your sacrum to your rib cage to the back of your head, whatever you want to balance there. I'm always for anything that has to do with the beach, but you do you. Just make something good, something you like, something you don't mind carrying on your back. And extend the left arm forward, right leg back. And keep that idea of the, the head lined up, but add the reach of the limbs. So back toes, like, like they're pulling your leg muscles out through your foot. Your fingertips are pulling the arm through the hands. Steady at the floor. Continue to press down. Navel center toward your spine. Heart center forward. Breath in. And a slow, controlled release of hand and knee to the mat. Rounding spine up for cat. Inhaling. Stretch it back, but it stays in cat pose. that tuck your toes downward facing dog and get a breath in and a long slow breath out and your inhale take your right leg up and back three-legged dog and you exhale you're gonna bring your right knee toward your right wrist lay it down lightly shin bone down lightly come into pigeon and then we're going to uh, do the best thing we can do immediately come out of it but you're going to roll onto the outer edge of the right thigh so you're going to let the pigeon come apart into a 90-90 sit so that you're on the outer edge of the right thigh your front shin bone is uh, on the mat well your shin bone is not your shin bone is in your leg but the outer uh, part of your lower leg is touching the mat and it's uh, the foot's flexed uh, just to keep yourself uh, awake it's not it's, it's style points and it's, it's awareness points. It's not absolutely do or die. Back leg could be bent at a 90 degree angle. doesn't have to be. In fact, what we're going to do with it, if it's possible in your body, right, is to then straighten the back leg so that now you're going to experience the 90 degree angle in the front leg, but the back leg is going to move toward pigeon. We're going to keep the... Right thigh bone grounded, the right lower leg grounded, and only extend back as far as you go. But uh, this is the the right angle in the front knee that, uh, for for a lot of years, teachers said like that's how pigeon has to be. And for a lot of us, the usual arrangement of the hips in this pose doesn't allow for this, which is fine. Uh, the the traditional angle of of pigeon is it's good for some things, not for others. Uh, you're just going to work yourself toward that toward the kind of uh, turning of your hips forward, the reach of your back leg back. Bring the same reach to the back leg that we had in bird dog. Right. And it doesn't have to go far. You don't need to c 
come up off the, the floor at all. You're just going to stay with whatever you get to. Right. And if you're used to tucking the heel in, in pigeon, that's a fine pose. This does not change the, uh, the rubric of the, of the usual. Uh, this is different. Right. If, from here, you'd like to come down over the front leg, come down and align yourself just like you would for uh, a prone pigeon, ekapara, rajakapatasana. For some of us, this is like no big deal. I always take a 90 degree pigeon. Why are you still talking? If that's you, continue to breathe. Because uh, great, you're in your pigeon. If it's not you, if you're exploring this for the first time, breathe and just continue to turn over the course of each breath. Continue to lengthen up over the course of each breath. Two more full breaths here. into this through the 90 degree angle. If this was a pretty uh, strong stretch for you, for sure come out of it back to 90 degree angle. Then step yourself back to down dog in the way that is most gracious to your body. And a breath in. And breath out. Feel your two legs. What's different between them just as a noticing Inhale, take your left leg up and back, three-legged dog. When you exhale, you can bring your left knee toward your left wrist. Lay the shin bone down like it's precious. And then roll onto the outer edge of that leg and bring the left shin bone to parallel with the front of the mouth. Better way to say that is that the knee is a 90-degree angle. So the front leg is kind of like, like warrior two stance. Flex the foot for style points and awareness back leg how you need it to be for now. What we're going to do is begin to slowly walk it back. And it may stay like just pretty bent. That's cool. But it may go straight and you can roll the top of the foot to the mat. It may get you all the way back to uh, the traditional angle of the hips for pigeon, which would be kind of like the same as, as warrior one, returning towards the front of the mat. When you get there, pause, press back foot down, reach through the back toes. Press the front shin bone down. That's the same action as in Warrior Two. that pressing of the leg out into the hand. And then, as you like, as the side allows, you can come forward over the front leg in a bow. Uh, nice to have your, your yoga technology available, like blocks for forehead center or for your arms. And this is the first of, of several options for pigeons, so if you're concerned that there might not be one you like, uh, there's more to come. For now, you just continue to reach through the back leg, continue to turn into the stretch response you're getting with each exhale. If you're getting too much, 
back up. What we're seeking in these types of poses is that sensation that's telling us we're doing something. Whereas like in a warrior two, our intention might be to strengthen the legs. We're like, press the leg here, pull the foot here, do this thing, do that thing. In this case, we're going more subtle into what are you feeling? Are you still feeling it? Or do you need to turn the volume knob up just like bit by bit? is a, a truism, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Baron Baptiste, uh, and I'll misquote him here, but it's we're either getting into the pose or we're getting out of the pose. There's, there's no staying. Mental, uh, mental awareness of what's going on, continue to walk in, continue to walk in. One more breath here. Actually, I'm pretty sure Baron Baptiste says, it's grow or die. And I tried to say it nicer, but that's pretty much how it sounds. Okay. Walk slowly back up to your hands on an inhale. If you came in through the 90-90, sit uh, most comfortably, come out of it that way. If you can step right back, step right back. Make your way to down dog. We'll pause here. Inhale, take your right leg up and back behind you. And bring your right knee toward your right wrist. Back leg back for pigeon, staying. And at whatever angle you laid your shin bone down with, that's it. Stay with that. Uh, that's probably where your leg prefers it. If you want to move the leg because it's uncomfortable right here, do it by moving the leg itself, not by taking your hand and pulling on the leg. Right. So um, when people get weird about the knees in pigeon, like, oh my god, oh, pigeon might hurt your knees, that's the prime way that, that we hurt our knees is by uh, using our arms to manipulate the lower leg. You're going to lift up from wherever you are. You're going to walk over to your left. So you're walking away from the front knee and reach along through the right arm. Like if you learn one thing about pigeon pose, uh, we don't want to pull the lower leg around. What that has to do with is the rotation of your knee. Your knee knows how it rotates. Uh, the hands, like they're just they they don't have um, that knowledge, so they can over rotate, and nobody needs them. More rotation. There, no one needs their knee to do more rotation. Keep walking your right hand forward. Breathe into your right side body. 
one more breath here, reach long through the right arm. And come back to center. Walk up to your hands and pause. Walk your back foot back and see if you can lengthen the back leg a little bit. Press the back foot down. And, and certainly, like, why am I not talking about blocks here? If you want blocks underneath you, you can have them. Um, they, uh, they used to be part of the solution for pigeon. Um, things evolve. One thing we want to do is press the front shin down, press the back foot down, and anchor ourselves there. Not so much just lay ourselves onto a block. That being said, if you like blocks underneath your hips, you don't have to stop. We're going to walk the hands forward and take your left arm and, and thread the needle so that the left arm threads underneath the right. And so your right hip might be up off the floor. Totally, totally cool. Unless you like would like to feel more supported there. And then if you would like to feel more supported there, for sure do that. A nice place to have a block here might be underneath your head. Press your left arm down to the floor. Press your right shin down to the floor. Press your back foot down to the floor. So left arm, right shin, left foot. Bring your right thumb to your hip crease. And gently press the hip crease back. Over time here, and the next three breaths, each exhale, just bring your attention to your thumb at your hip crease. Doesn't need to pull back hard, you bring your attention there. Start with bringing your right hand back to the floor. Press into that right hand so that you slide the left leg, left arm out. Pause at center again. Here you're really going to press front shin down into the mat so that you can tuck your back toes under. Press your hands down, squeeze the back leg tightly, and step back slowly down dog. Pause here, feel the two sides of your body. Inhale, left leg up and back behind. Exhale, you're bringing your left knee to your left wrist and just lay your shin bone down where you lay it down. And back leg reaches back and crawl the back foot back a bit. Um, get all the space that you got. And then uh, if you do want to adjust something in your front leg, you just kind of like wiggle your foot out. That works. Lift up at center, then walk the hands over to the right and reach the left arm out. So you keep reaching your left arm through ring and pinky fingertip for the side bend here. So for some of us, this is going to be a way that we feel pigeon 
better than, than straight on. Uh, if that's true for you, cool. Uh, for others of us, this is just nice prep for another variation because it, it takes the body weight away from the stretching leg right? and you're, you're elongating that tissue in the left side body. Slow breath in and out, two more. Press your back foot down and squeeze your back leg. And that doesn't have to be like as much as we would ground the leg, say, in a warrior pose. We're grounding here to ground rather than to rebound. Face soften, eyes soften jaw softens and then you'll walk your way back to center into your fingertips you'll square up and then walking the hands forward elongate so navel center up toward your spine heart forward right arm then it's going to just go underneath the left like left left arm you could come down to bent elbow right it doesn't have to go through far you can come all the way down to the arm you got a block that you want to put your head on. That works nicely. And we're going to take the left thumb to the hip crease. And every exhale, just a little attention to that spot, pulling back. You feel like you're overworking your thumb, you're overworking your thumb. You don't need to do it that much. Slow, steady, even breath. Just paying attention to that, that drawing back of the hip crease as you go. Because in that spirit of like you're either getting into the pose or getting out of it, one way that we get out of it in this case is for that to creep forward. And uh, it does so just in tiny little increments, but it does. Okay, if we're not working to press it back, have one more breath here. And that pressing back doesn't have to be hard. It's just a counter to the, the force that wants to pull us out. Next, inhale your left hand to the mat, press it in, then bring your right hand here you're gonna press your hands down just tuck your back toes lift the back leg feel it tighten feel the glute muscles tighten draw your abdominals in unweight the left shin and, and out of it down dog and breath in and a long slow breath out Look through your hands, walk or hop to seated, down onto your back, press your feet down into the floor, and plant your hands beside your ears, and if planting your hands beside your ears does work, just keep them there. Start to lift up into bridge, make a wise decision for your body on where to stop with that. And breathe for five. 
excellent breath in where you feel the top. Long, slow breath out where you feel the bottom. Take your time coming down as aware as you possibly can be of your body returning to the floor. Pause where you land. Breath in. Take a long, slow breath out. Walk your feet out wide toward the edges of your mouth. Take your knees over to the right. Press your left heel, that inner edge that's touching the mat, press it into the mat. Doesn't have to be hard. In fact, like we're rolling towards Shavasana, it's not hard. It's easy, but it's there. And that's one of the things that makes these postures that we do, these more refined ones, the, the slower, deeper uh, ones where we get more still. It's pretty easy to be involved in flow to uh, or to uh, to really feel a warrior seat or an ukatasana. But when things get more subtle, it requires more work of our brain. Which brings it out of its other stuff and its deep calming centering work rather than the, the work of you know, stuff outside of us. Inhale, coming back to center, pause. Feel the soles of your feet, feel your shin bones, your thigh bones, hip bones, your sacrum, your lumbar spine rib cage, the back of your head. The knees over to the left. And we'll stay here. Dig the right heel in. So that's one thing that like, you can always give your mind a job grounding. Right? If you need to bring yourself back into this like here and now, the, the stabilizing power of, of yoga for the mind, go to what's working the ground. Get your breath moving. Connect those two things. It's connecting the substance, the, the you that's here now on this mat, feeling it with your heel, feeling the rebound from the heel into the twist. And then this breath that's moving you in and out, this very ethereal non-tangible stuff that we all have, that we all are. They come together when we pay attention. Next inhale, unwind. Take your time coming back to center. Pause when you get there, feel two feet, 
the shin bones, the thigh bones, the hips, your sacrum, lumbar spine, your rib cage and the back of your head. Get a breath in and clear it out. Make your way to Shavasana. You can slide right in. Cool, do. If you need something, you need something. Let the backside of your body drop heavy to the floor from your heels to the Achilles tendon, the calf muscle, the hamstring. muscles of our hips all heavy to the floor. Notice the natural lightness of your low back and the breath that's moving through the core body. Let the eye remind up your rib cage and its curve into the floor as if you could sense each rib in turn. points of your shoulder blades and their edges, the length of your arms at your fingertips, the movement of your breath across your sternum and your collarbones, the softness of your throat and lightness of your neck. and heaviness of the back of the head resting here into the floor. Softening of the face and the muscles of expression. Soft close of the eyes that let you go within. As a gentle observer of yourself. you'd like to stay here, and you can stay here, do. If you're ready to move on, start with a gentle movement of your fingers and toes that lets you know where the edges of you are. And pause that before taking anything else on and feel your body. And roll gently to a comfortable side, and again, pause there before doing anything physically or mentally.
Make your way up to seated. Have a moment of lightening up or stacking the bones. A relaxed precision with yourself and how you're sitting. You witness the unfolding and the spreading out of you. Notice your breath moving in and out and the change of shape that happens when it does. The pause of the inhale. Pause at the end of the exhale. And bring our hands together, thumbs to sternum, lifting heart to hands. A moment of witnessing ourselves. Your thumbs to forehead center, and a moment of acknowledging one another. That was great, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.